What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday. I hope everyone's having a great day. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, The Hutton Sports Show. How is everybody doing? How is everybody's week going? Let's start it off with some pretty, pretty big head coaching news. The Los Angeles Chargers will be winning the Jim Harbaugh sweepstakes. He is ducking out of Michigan. That means Michigan has a big scandal and a big punishment coming their way, likely for the sign stealing. Um, I think I think that's what it that's what it has to mean almost. I mean, look at the Harbaugh situation. Los Angeles hit a home run. They're getting a great coach uh, to lead an already great roster, and you look at Michigan. I mean, all the reports leading up all week were talking about how Harbaugh had this big deal in place in Michigan, looking like Harbaugh is going back to Michigan, and then boom, news drops on us. Uh, Harbaugh is going to be coaching the Chargers and Justin Herbert, and I think Justin Herbert's going to get a whole lot better. I think this is easily Justin Herbert's best chance at joining that upper echelon of quarterbacks. The jo- uh, the Joe Burrows, the the Patrick Mahomes is the Josh Allens, all those kind of guys. I think this is his chance to take that next step if he wasn't already there. You you had the case. A case could have been made for that. But to me, um, to me that just – that doesn't happen without Harbaugh. I mean, Brandon Staley wasted a few years of Justin Herbert's career, which, which sucks. It's an unfortunate truth. But um, I think they do get a whole lot better with Harbaugh. I think this team is a contender right now. Um, could definitely take the AFC West next year. Um, we saw how down Kansas City played. They're going to have to fill some holes, uh, rebuild their roster back up a little bit. They're receiving core, uh, some of their weapons offensively that have let them down throughout the year this year. Um, obviously, not so much in the playoffs. They're playing in the AFC Championship. But, I mean, you're going to have to obviously they're going to address this holes. I mean, this is a team filled with championship pedigree. Like, you know, they're going to rebuild and they're going to be back. They're going to be better, um, execute better, all of the above. That's just the kind of team the Kansas City Chiefs are. And, I mean, you look you look at the Chargers, you look at, at uh, Jim Harbaugh's coaching style. I mean, he's going to bring a fair balance of run and pass into that offense. Um, going to need to get younger at a couple positions, specifically the wide receiver spot. But I mean, um, that's a draft thing. Like this, the, the Chargers are, are looking really good. They're looking like a playoff ready team could be contenders with Harbaugh. I mean, um, he's an X factor. He's going to be the X factor for this team. He will take them uh, and lead them as far as he is able to as a coach. I think, um, I think he's going to turn a lot of heads, and I think he's going to be the cause for Justin Herbert taking that next step into his development, which, I mean, will be so pivotal for the Chargers and for Harbaugh, Harbaugh's success as the Chargers head coach. Um, that's, I mean, great signing. I, I don't think anyone else, I, I don't think they wanted anybody else. I don't think Harbaugh, I'm Harbaugh likely considering Michigan, but I mean, um, get that bag, yo. I mean, go, go hoist a Super Bowl. Good Good for Harbaugh. Good for the Chargers. Good move for football. Um, positive move. That's we're we're gonna give that a solid solid A minus. That's just a good that's just a good football move. You love to see a good hearty football move. You know what you don't love to see? If you're Bill Belichick, you don't love to be you don't love to see the Arizona Falcons announcing that they have a head coach. Raheem Morris is gonna be taking the head coaching job in Atlanta and 
it looked like Bill Belichick had it wrapped up. I'm not going to lie. That's what it looked like to me. I mean, I saw Atlanta interview Bill Belichick twice, I believe, in the first week or so from within the same week of interviewing him the first time. I thought things were going good. Uh, all the reports said it was everyone thought Belichick was, go, Belichick was going to uh, Atlanta, and that's not going to be happening. So what does that mean for Belichick? He likely sits the year out. I think Atlanta was really, really the only suitors. It's kind of shocking to see a six-time Super Bowl champion uh, head coach just sitting on the market. Nobody's touching him. And, I mean, it's not that it's that – it's – it's a surprise, but it's not a surprise. Like you could have seen this happening. Um, I mean, we look at you look at what Harbaugh did in New England. Kind of didn't do, didn't execute the best. I mean, kind of didn't put out a very good roster, and kind of didn't coach that roster very well. So, I mean, you could see it coming. It's unfortunate. Um, I think Atlanta's got a lot of talent. I think Atlanta is definitely a sleeper pick to win the NFC South next year. I think it's going to be a wide open division. And I think Atlanta with a quarterback could definitely win it. I mean, um, definitely a surprise that Belichick didn't get it. I'm, I'm sad for him. I thought him and Atlanta would have been a phenomenal fit. Um, worth noting jobs like Washington jobs, like Seattle, those are still open um, with people like Belichick still on the market. So there's definitely still a shot for him to get, get a job somewhere. And boy, I hope he does. It would be good. It would be great to witness history. See that, uh, Head coaching, the wins record go down. I think Belichick's got a great chance to do it. Um, got to get a job first. <laughs> that's that's going to be a little crucial to breaking the all-time wins record. I think he's got it, though. Um, Washington or Seattle, they could bring him in. If not, I mean, he's old, but I really think he only coaches till he gets the record anyway. Like, I don't see Belichick coaching for much more than that. Um, you know, it's, it's really tough for Belichick. I definitely thought... Someone would be picking him up. Uh, he's a great coach. He's one of the greatest of all time. You don't win six Super Bowls and not be a good coach. I mean, um, it really is unfortunate. Obviously, we saw New England just slide Gerard Mayo right in there, and that that was it. But for Belichick, I mean, he's going to have to sit this one out. He's going to have to re- let it resonate. Um and just regroup. Um, if he doesn't get one this year, I definitely think he'll be in the running next year. I don't think he's going to retire. I think he wants that wins record. I think he wants to lead another team. Um, it does suck that a job like the Chargers isn't open, just waiting in the wings for him. And it does suck that the Cowboys just wouldn't give my boy a look because I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be any better if they don't make any moves. They're going to be 12 and five and first round exits again. But, um, Belichick brings a, a championship pedigree. You know, he brings the Patriot way. I think it's why New England, part of the reason why New England was so successful outside of Tom Brady, but it's a great, he's a great coach. He's going to bring a great culture. Um, I just don't think it was that, I, I don't think Atlanta's that there right now. I don't think Atlanta's sound enough right now. I think um, they'll buy into the opposition uh, Raheem Morris is much more than they would buy into a Bill Belichick. I think it's a good signing for Atlanta. I don't think it's a bad signing at all. Um, whether to say it was the right move over Belichick, we'll see. Um, you know, obviously way too early to predict something like that, but um, good, good, good choice if you're Atlanta. I'm. You could consider that a dodged bullet. Um, I like Belichick. I don't know why other people don't. I'm a good analyst. They should. They should listen to me more. Um, but. 
good for Atlanta. Sucks for Belichick. It's tough. It is definitely tough, but you know he'll he'll find he'll find a home. Don't worry. That coaching record's gonna come down. I'd be willing to bet tens of dollars on it. Um, that's all. I, that's a, that's all I'm willing to play. I'm I'm cheap. When it's coming to when it, when it's betting time, I'm betting in like five dollar increments. I'm going. I'm riding the odds. I'm getting my payout up, and I'm I'm floating five bucks maybe. You know, I'm stingy like that. That's just how I roll. Um, but it sucks. It sucks for Bill Belichick. Um, in other happier football news, the conference championships are set. The NFC championship will feature the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I thought San Francisco was going to lose. Uh, Jordan Love played a great first half of football. Game got away from him. Uh, Brock Purdy stayed. He he played. I would say that's Brock Purdy's best game all year for the simple fact that he stayed composed in adversity. Um, he didn't let the millions upon billions of incompletions early in the game hurt him. Um, it wasn't effective mentally affecting him mentally. You could see that, and I think um, I think that was his best game. He was resilient. Um, he fought through adversity. The whole team fought through adversity, and San Francisco just proved they could do something that we didn't know they could do, which was uh, come back from mount some kind of comeback. I mean, I don't think they won a game down by seven points going into the fourth quarter uh, in the Shanahan era before that game. Um, Great game for San Francisco, a tough one to get away from uh, overachieving young Packers team that I think will definitely, definitely have a spot uh, in the playoffs for years to come with this young receiving core and with Jordan Love at the helm. I mean, really wasn't expecting this out of them, really wasn't expecting that amazing run Jordan Love went on. He deserves all his flowers, came in, won a playoff game, first year as a starter, great, great things we saw out of him and great things we saw out of that Green Bay team as a whole with Matt LaFleur leading the way. Um, I definitely think they'll wrap him up. I don't think he's going to be hitting the market. Uh, great year for the Packers. Tough to see it come to an end, but I mean, the 49ers are just, they're just that team right now. I mean, they're just a team that, that playing at their worst, they can't lose. And that's exactly what they did. And they found a way they battled back. Um, props to Brock Purdy, uh, clutch, clutch last minute drive capped off by a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Um, that would win the game. Christian McCaffrey is probably the MVP. I'm off my Lamar. Well, I'm not off my Lamar hype train. I think if you look at the stats, Christian McCaffrey deserves the MVP. That's just all I'm going to say on it. Um, Lamar had some of the best performances at the best times this season. I just think it's Christian McCaffrey. It's nothing against Lamar. I think Lamar is the best quarterback in football this year. But for the simple the simple basis of statistics, I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to give him that slight edge. Uh, obviously, Baltimore would get the job done over Houston playing the best game of football any team played in the playoffs so far, outside of maybe the Packers last uh, couple weeks ago. But they just looked really whole on offense. They moved the ball really well. They ran the ball really well. Lamar had over 250 yards, had four touchdowns, proving everyone wrong, changing the narrative that, oh, this guy, he can win MVPs. He can get it done in the regular, regular season, but come postseason, um, it's not the same story. I think he's changing that, that view on himself. I think he's going to probably win this MVP, even though I think it should be Christian McCaffrey. I think he is going to win it. Just, you know, you can predict that stuff. It's the media gave it to him, so he's gonna win it. Um I'm not trying to i I'm not trying to seem bitter about it. I, I promise I'm not as bitter as I seem about Lamar with an MVP. Like 
it's good for Lamar, guys. Lamar's playing great football. I'm not hating on Lamar. Just think Christian McCaffrey had better stats. That's all. I'm sorry that's a boring argument. I'm sorry it's a boring stance. That's just how I feel. I promise it is nothing against Lamar. I want the Ravens to win. I'm not being a hater. I, I cannot swear to you any more than I am right now. Lamar is the best quarterback in football this year. Relax. I think, well, I think Baltimore's going to win. I think Baltimore's going to go to the Super Bowl. I think Lamar's, this just feels like Lamar's year. Like 20, the way 2019 felt like Lamar's year until it didn't, that's what it feel. That's what I feel right now. Do you guys feel that? I feel that. I think Lamar is going to advance. I think Lamar is going to top Patrick Mahomes in a game in Baltimore this weekend. I think this is Baltimore's year. I think they go all the way. Um, it sucks because they're Pittsburgh's hated rival, but so am I right now. The enemy of, of my enemy is my friend, and my enemy right now is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not even going to care to comment on their head, on their offensive coordinator search. Um, I know how it's going, but I don't want to talk about how it's going. So we're just going to avoid that. Some great conference championships coming up this weekend. I think Detroit's going to get the better of San Francisco. Detroit has looked like the second best team in these playoffs. I think that Detroit is going to come out and they're going to shock a lot of people. They're going to bite a lot of kneecaps. They're going to get this win in San Francisco and they're going to go play in the bowl game where they'll lose to Lamar Jackson. But props to them for getting there. Motor City Dan's doing a great job. Motor City Dan is doing the best job of any Lions coach maybe ever. Um, Props to Jared Goff. Guys playing some good football. Props to Jameer Gibbs. Props to the Lions front office for knocking this draft out of the park, even when a lot of people th- thought they didn't. Um, the real ones thought they did. Um, I'm still way too high on Jack Campbell. I think Jack Campbell is better than he is, um, but maybe he'll be good. So I'm holding on to hope there, just so I don't look bad as an analyst. Um, but yeah, props to the Lions. I mean, they're playing some phenomenal football, man. It's fun to see. It's fun to watch Lions football. It's fun to watch the Lions be good. Um, like, who isn't rooting for the Lions? I think everybody's rooting for the Lions right now. I just think I think this is Baltimore's year. This feels like Baltimore's year. I mean, you look at that defense. My gosh, that defense is fierce, man. Does anyone want to play that defense? I, I can't imagine why you would. Like... I tell you, I'm 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 in a Madden franchise right now, and I can't even beat these normal defenses. I just lost to the Browns, just the normal Browns, nothing special about them. I just lost to them, and that's that's what Baltimore's defense does to you, just in real life, just not in Madden. Like you just lose, just no, oh, regular old Baltimore, regular old Baltimore. You just lose. That's all you can do. You can just throw a lot of picks, turn the ball over, punt, and lose. That's what they do. They suffocate you. They put the ball in Lamar's hands, and they let Lamar go to work. And boy, does he go to work. They gave him some weapons. Great, great year for the Baltimore Ravens. It sucks to see as a Steelers fan, but you're also happy for him. Um, Pittsburgh's won six Super Bowls. I've only seen two of them, but who's counting? Pittsburgh sucks. They're a dumpster fire, so why would I even care? This is just a hate on the Pittsburgh Steelers podcast episode at this point, but... That's okay. I mean, a lot of people don't like the Steelers, so I'm sure a lot of people can get behind this. Moving over to the association where Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns both dropped 62-plus points. Joel Embiid, 70 points, 18 rebounds, free-throw merchant. I'm not, like, one of those people who thinks he is. 
However, he gets to the line effectively. Um, I'm not going to say that that's his game. I think Joel Embiid has one of the best mid-range games in the entire NBA, let alone for a big man. Um, and I do think Joel has overtaken Nikola Jokic at this point as the best player or the best big in the NBA, probably the best player in the NBA. He's having an absurd scoring streak, scored 30 points in like pretty much every game. Joel Embiid is going off and the 70 is just a mere example of what has been and what will be a great year for the Sixers. Don't know that they're able to get over don't know that they're able to get over the hump that is the Boston Celtics. Um even the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean we don't know what they're going to be with Doc Rivers. I have high expectations. Um we did see obviously the Milwaukee Bucks are parting ways with head coach, first year head coach Adrian Griffin. Um, sucks for that guy, but Doc Rivers is in. I think this is an underrated sign, like an underrated pickup. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm on the Doc bandwagon for no reason. I just feel like Doc's a good head coach, and I feel like he'll be good in Milwaukee. I think it's a good fit. I think you guys are hating too quick. Just give it a chance. It feels like a good move. So let it ride before you hate. That's all I'm going to say. I think it's a good pickup. Um, I think Milwaukee gets a lot better defensively. I don't think they sacrifice that much offensively. I think Doc Rivers is one of few coaches who can coach superstars. And by superstars, I mean Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's not a tough duo to coach. I mean, they're both set in their way veterans. I think Doc Rivers is going to come in. He's going to earn their respect. And I do think he's going to lead this team in a way that Adrian Griffin couldn't. Just relax, guys. Stop hating on Doc. I know it's cool to hate on Doc Rivers because he's not it's funny to hate on Doc Rivers, but just, all right, we love Giannis. Collectively, we all love Giannis. So for the good of him, we're just going to root for Doc Rivers just this one time. That's the only time it's acceptable, just this one time. And it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine in Milwaukee. I don't think they're any threat to the championship. I don't think they're going to win it. I bet, yeah. Just ease up on the Doc Rivers hate. There's no reason to hate on him yet because Milwaukee's not good yet. So when once they get good, then we can be like, man, what, Doc Rivers sucks. Because let me tell you something. They're going to go to the playoffs, and they're probably going to lose. They're going to go up three games to one, and they're probably going to lose. It's exactly what Doc Rivers is known for. So just act like we're hyping it up just for a little bit. Sucks for Adrian Griffin, though. I mean, <laughs> rookie head coach. Uh, kind of got the short end of the stick there. Poor lad. Um, I'm not going to lie. He led them to a pretty impressive record. They were top three in the East for most of the season. I do think he's going to get another shot. I think he deserves another shot. Um, it's tough to be, you know, a rookie head coach and play for a team that still believes in the coach bud aspect of it all. Um, it's tough. It's a tough, it's tough shoes to fill. It's a tough role to step in. I think he went into it. Uh, very valiantly. I thought he left very valiantly. Um, good effort. Good try. No one's going to fault you for trying Big Dog, especially, Big Dog, especially not me. Um, he's going to get another look. If I'm Adrian Griffin, I'm not worried. Um, I'm clutching my bag that I just received for my buyout uh, because they fired him. They let him go. And Doc Rivers is in. Adrian Griffin is out, in case you guys didn't hear. You're hearing it here not first, but you're hearing it now. So there's that for you, at least. Carl Anthony Towns, 
he dropped 62 points. The Timberwolves force-fed him the ball. They played immature basketball. They lost. That's all we're going to say about the Timberwolves game. Um, The Timberwolves aren't there yet. That's all the Timberwolves proved in that game is that mentally, in a mature setting, they're not there yet. They're not that team yet. Um, The record's nice. It's good to see out of a young team, but they're not mature enough yet. They force-fed Carl Anthony Towns the ball. They wanted to see him get 80. They should have known better than to ever think Carl Anthony Towns is going to score 80 points. That's no hate on Carl Anthony Towns. It's just a really hard thing to do. Very bad basketball. Very just disappointing to see from the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves were hooping, but I don't know. I, I didn't like what I saw. Did not like what I saw there. Um, yeah, uh, Pacers and Pascal Siakam. I'm, I'm going to reiterate on that a little bit. I think that's a great trade. I don't think that, I don't think anyone is gassing it up nearly enough. I think the Pacers with Pascal Siakam are going to shock a lot of people. I think this is a team that wins a playoff series this year with Pascal Siakam. They're just they just get out and run. They run in transition and they look they all run like elegant gazelles. It's fun to see. The Pacers are young. Tyrese Halliburton's hooping. He's an MVP candidate in my book right now, playing some damn good basketball. And I mean, if you guys aren't watching sports, you got to get to watching sports, man. It's a fun time to watch sports. If you're listening to this and not watching sports, I can't imagine why you'd even be listening to this outside of you like the way my voice sounds, which I can't necessarily blame you for. But I'm going to have to cut you off. I'm sorry. Guys, this has been the Hutton Sports Show. Yet another phenomenal episode. I hope you all enjoy just a kid looking to make it. As always, check me out. Thepeachbasket.net. GiveMeSport.com. GridironHeroics.com. Getting a few pieces coming out about how absolutely bad the Steelers are, and I'm enjoying it. I <laughs> love, writing about how, love writing about how bad the Steelers are. Guys, check me out. E-T-H-E-N-H-E-T-T-O-N. Take it easy.